We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Now, here's Chris Plank. Hey, before we get going with Sooner Sports Talk with Lincoln Riley here on the Sooner Sports Podcast, want to tell you about GoPuff. All right, hit it up. Download the app now. You can find the GoPuff app in the App Store, and by simply entering the promo code VARSITY at checkout, you can save $10, $10 off your first two orders. Now, We've all been there, right? You're, you're at home. You got more guests than you thought. You need extra chips. Maybe you don't want to get out. You, you need something to eat. Well, GoPuff is here 
to help. It's the delivery service you've always wanted. GoPuff is great on game day, every day, any day, you name it. They've got you covered. Maybe if it's a game day to where you're frustrated and your team just lost and you don't want to get out, GoPuff has you covered. Or you're celebrating the parties at your house. You don't want to leave all the fun. GoPuff has you covered. Whatever you need, chips, drinks, heck, if it's a laundry day, they've got you covered. Give it a shot. Go download the app now in the App Store. Search GoPuff. Use the code VARSITY at checkout, and you'll get $10 off your first two orders. Order minimum may apply. Offer valid through January 1st of 2022. Check it out. GoPuff, there for you. All right, it's time for Sooner Sports Talk with Lincoln Rapp. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield, live at Moody's Country Store and Barbecue, this is Sooner Sports Talk, presented by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Also brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, the preferred sporting goods retailer of Sooner Sports. Bud Light, it's for the fans. Homeland. Proud sponsor of Sooner Football. And by Riverwind Casino. Still the one. This is Sooner Sports Talk. Now, here are your hosts, Teddy Lehman and the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sooner Sports Talk. We're at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue on a Tuesday night. No Teddy tonight. A little bit under the weather, but... We got another all-time great linebacker in OU history. Curtis Lofton is with us tonight. We're going to have fun over the next hour. Big 12 player of the year. Long-time career in the NFL. All-around Kingfisher stud. Uh, Lincoln Riley is going to join us here in just a second as well. OU beats Nebraska 23-16. They got West Virginia in the Big 12 opener coming up on Saturday night on Owen Field. Opening segment brought to you by Noble McIntyre. McIntyre Law, the law firm you should turn to for all of your personal injury needs. There's a look at the numbers. Curtis, 23-16. Give me your one biggest takeaway from this game. I like where this defense is at. I, I like how they stopped the run and how they've been playing physical. That's my big takeaway. I like it. I like it. 23-16. The Sooners win the renewal of the Battle of the Big Reds. Quite a day on Saturday. And please help us welcome in right now the head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Lincoln Riley, everybody. Howdy, coach. Hi, guys. How we doing? I'm doing good. You know this guy right here. I do. I, I could use him for a few more snaps. <laughs> hey, coach. It's CeeLo. Good to see good, you. Good to see you, my friend. <laughs> it, was a, it was very meek of you. I appreciate it. Uh, let's start by talking about the atmosphere, coach. Um, I know every home game is special, and it's been a while since we've seen the Palace full again, but you add on top of it, the, the uh, OU Nebraska rivalry that was quite a day on Saturday. It was it was awesome. It was for I would say for an 11 a.m. kickoff, it was as good as as I can remember. Um, and and I mean to be expected. I know everybody was looking forward to that game, and and so uh, um, the good thing about 11 a.m. games, you get a little time after to enjoy it. So hopefully our uh, our fans enjoyed that victory the rest of the evening and through the weekend. Hey, Coach, when I was playing, Coach Stoops did a good job of um, really instilling us the history of the game. Uh, I know it was the fifth year, the 50th anniversary for the 71 game. How do you, because a lot of these kids aren't, weren't even born during this time and really don't understand the rivalry. Is there anything special that you did uh, to, you know, really show them the history? 
Yeah, we did. We talked about um, one how long the 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 rivalry and the the game had been played. Uh, we talked about all the different high high ranking matchups. Uh, obviously, talked quite a bit about the seventy one game, and there were some pretty interesting stats. It was the most at the time, the most viewed college football game in history. 55 million people watched that. Um, and so, uh, and yeah, and then I tried to, for our guys, I tried to compare it to some of the other rivalries in sports right now that are, you know, kind of you think of as those big rivalries that oftentimes have championship implications. And uh, so tried to, I guess, in that way, maybe put it in their terms a little bit. And then, and then the other way for us is we spend a lot of time around here talking about you know, the people that came before all of us, uh, the teams that came before us, the players, uh, the people that helped build some of the, the uh, great things that we have here today in this great program that we get to be a part of. And so, you know, honoring the, the, those that came before us and, and the, the brand, the program being extremely important, we knew this game and winning this game uh, was going to go a long way for those that, all those that care about this program and all those that helped build this program. Let me put one of those numbers in perspective. Yeah. The Manning cast, this Monday Night Football Manning cast, have you seen this yet, where Peyton and Eli are doing Monday Night Football? I don't know if you've seen that yet, Coach, but they were making a big deal today about how many people watched it last night. It's the second week. Huge story today. 1.8 million people average watching the Manning cast last night. 55 million people watched the OU Nebraska game in 1971. That's how big of a deal that was back then. So, amazing. Unbelievable. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Uh, what'd you like, what'd you not like about how your team played on Saturday, Coach? Uh, you know, I, I, there was a lot to like. Uh, I mean, I think certainly defensively, I would say the, uh, our, the job we did stopping the run, uh, obviously the job we did uh, kind of finishing the game, uh, and we made several key, I think, adjustments as it went on uh, that were that were really, really good. We did a good job not letting Martinez get loose too often in the run game. Uh, he didn't have that long, explosive carry that you see him have almost every single game. So, uh, like that. Uh, offensively, you know, obviously loved how we started both halves. Uh, thought we played really well to start both halves. Had some good adjustments that the guys, uh, you know, did a nice job with. Um, and then there were some really good things in the kicking game. You know, the Mario had a nice return, and then especially the, uh, you know, the the punt where we obviously pinned him down deep in the sky situation. Um, so there was a lot of good. There were some. There's obviously things that we we've got to do better. We've got to play more consistent offensively. We've had our moments, but they, in this game they were we were kind of too hot and too cold. And especially in a low possession game like that, you've got to. You got to make the most of every possession, and we have to do a better job with that. Um, and then uh, defensively, uh, we certainly played pretty well the majority of the day. Uh, still, a couple of mistakes that we've got to uh, we've got to eliminate. A couple times that he had too much time, and in, in some of our three-man rushes, that, that we've got to do a better job and do a better job sticking to it in coverage. Hey, coach. Um, at this point in time, first the in this year versus other years. Do you feel like you got a good gauge for where this team's at and where it's going? That's a good question. I, I mean, I think we're learning, definitely learning more each week. I, I'll tell you this, my excitement level is really high for what this team can become if we, you know, if we'll continue to, to improve and take the pride in improving and practicing hard like we have here over the years. Um, I, the good that I see on tape on all three sides of the ball is really good. And we've just got to get more of it. We've got to get more consistent. Got, 
we need just everybody on the team to just continue to get a little bit better. And uh, if we'll consistently do that, we, we do have the makings of a good team. And there's, there is a lot of exciting stuff on tape. In recent years, we would be, you know, first three or four games into the season saying, well, the offense is really humming. If the defense can come along, then we think this team could be something special. It kind of feels like the opposite right now. I don't know if you would agree with that or not, but it feels like well, the defense is really looking solid early. The offense, this is a weird feeling, I think, for the fan base, Coach, for the offense to feel like it's lagging behind a little bit. Is that accurate in your perception, and is it a little bit of an odd feeling for you who have orchestrated such explosive, powerful offenses the last few years? Um, well, I mean, I certainly feel, you know, defensively we – certainly led the charge this week against Nebraska. Uh, you know, we both, you know, both sides played well the second game. Uh, first game, I, I, I thought both sides, again, had their moments. Um, you know, we had some great plays defensively in the first game, some great moments with, I think, 37 points or whatever it was, 34 points, whatever it was in the first half against Tulane. So, um, yeah, I think I think we certainly played a more complete game defensively the other day, um, which is awesome. I mean, you love to see how well we're playing there, and, and again, think we can get a lot better. Um, you know, offensively, it was, a, it was a strange game. You know, it, it's I left the field not real happy about how we played offensively. I watched the tape, and I was definitely more encouraged. I mean. You know, in a normal – I told this to the media today. I mean, in a normal possession game, a, you know, 12 or 13 possession game, which is pretty normal for us, uh, you know, we probably would have scored in the neighborhood of 35 points, even playing as hot and cold as we did. Wouldn't have certainly been our best, but it would look different. It just it just feels different. It's Again, it's kind of like the Army game a few years ago. You, you, mm -hmm. you don't take advantage of a couple of possessions, you know, and, and then – one possession is a four, what forty something seconds before half. One is on the minus two, and then one of them you're trying to run out the clock at the end of the game, and that's three of your nine possessions right there. So it 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 felt a little worse to me than what it actually was on tape. There's a lot of good, and when it's not good, it's it's agonizingly close. And and there is there is a lot of improvements. I think we're all antsy for it to to show up and, and to continue to get better and to be to the standard that we expect offensively. And that's going to be our job here this week and going forward. We were theorizing in the postgame show with Teddy about just what you were talking about. You know, a normal, you said nine possessions, kind of like eight and a half possessions. Normal game, you're going to have 13, 14, 15 sometimes. A lot more plays. But you've got this defense this year. Are you more comfortable right now kind of playing at a slower pace and, and having a game that's closer because you know that you've got a solid defense? Yeah, I mean, we certainly did that some uh, the other day, uh, just just kind of reading the flow of the game. You know, there was a fourth down there that most days I, I would have gone for uh, when we ended up, you know, pinning them down deep. Uh, there were certainly multiple times offensively when we used a lot of clock when, you know, we might not have done that had the flow of the game been a little bit different. So. Um, you know, you got to win different ways, you know, and you've got to be able to feel it and, and, and trust your guys to, to execute that plan. So, yeah, and, and certainly how our defense is playing, uh, the job we're doing stopping the run and getting pressure on the quarterback, I mean, it, it, it certainly gives you confidence to do those things. And I guess you feel like you have more answers, more ways to win games right now. Coach, uh, how difficult is it, you know, we're opening the Big 12 and you kind of keep a you keep a limited playbook in these first couple of games and kind of just run the base 
to really see where guys are at, or are you just completely open and, and letting them do their thing? Yeah, I think there's um, – it's a good question. I, I, different a little bit every year with each group. I know this group in particular, we've been – you know, we've been pretty vanilla so far. We've been trying to – especially with our skill. You know, our skill is <laughs> virtually just – it's totally different from what it was last year. We're playing with two backs that weren't here. We're playing with two X receivers that weren't here. The tight ends were all in and out all year, but that's probably the more normal group. Um, the y group's different. Everybody in the Z room's different. I mean, and so it's we're, – we're very, very new. Um, and so we have, I think, kind of eased our way in, tried not to do too much so these guys can – can be ready to play, and I would imagine we'll continue to evolve as it goes through. Coach, have you seen the, the chemistry between the offensive line? Is that starting to get better as the, you know, from game one to game three? Because to me, it really seems like they took a jump in that area. They did. I, I totally agree. They were, they were better in game two than we were in game one, and I totally agree. We made another jump, I thought, against a, a good Nebraska front. So they were the strength of the offense, certainly on Saturday. Uh, pass pro well. Um, we did some really good things in the run game. I, I thought our offensive line played, certainly played well enough to score more points than we did. Okay, we're going to take an opening timeout. We got uh, some of your questions coming up for Coach. You can tweet us at OU on the air if you'd like to get a question in tonight. Teddy's not here, but he did send in a Butkus brain teaser for you tonight, Coach. We'll have that coming up as well. We'll talk a little West Virginia, OU, WVU coming up Saturday night on Owen Field. Back with more of the Lincoln Riley Show right after this. Thank you to our Cornerstone Television partners, OU Health and Anheuser-Busch. And our community partners, Fowler Auto Group, OU Health, OG&E, and Coca-Cola. Sooner Sports TV is brought to you by the best place to gear up for game day is shop.soonersports.com. Kim Cade Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of Sooner Athletics. Bud Light, it's for the fans. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Homeland, your homegrown advantage. Proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. Walden Cleaners and Laundry, where the difference is quality. Welcome back to Rudy's, everybody. That's Curtis Lofton. I'm Toby Rowland. Sooners and Mountaineers coming up 6.30 on Saturday night on Owen Field. And we are joined by Sooner head coach Lincoln Riley. And, and coach, we got to ask you about uh, DJ Graham's interception on Saturday. I know you've been asked about it, but one of the most amazing catches I've ever seen. Curtis said it's the greatest, greatest it's, pick you've ever seen. It's the greatest seen. pick I've ever seen, Coach, you know, especially from a defense standpoint. I played football for a long time. <laughs> Curtis, I'm with you, man. It's, uh, it, it's as good as I've ever seen. I've seen him go up and, and have a chance to make a few kind of one-handed, kind of wild ones. You know, he's got great hands. But, yeah, the fact that the way he had to kind of turn and, and kind of twist his body and still catch it as clean as he did was, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Coach, he may be trying to come over and get some offense now. He may be. He may have a good point right now. That's, uh, yeah, that was, that was pretty elite. I was, I, it was so funny. I was, we were looking up on the replay. 
like part of me obviously wanted it to be a catch because it was such an unbelievable play. And the other part of me wanted the other 25 yards since it was fourth down. Um, so yeah, <laughs> part of me was hoping that it maybe bounced around in there and might get reviewed. Take me through the play from your perspective because it's fourth down. It's a big moment in the game right there. And then everything that unfolds, how are you seeing things and thinking through the whole replay process? Yeah, obviously, the, you know, the play happens. It's a great play. Everybody's going crazy. Um, you know, there, I think there was a, a timeout or a break in the action after it happened, and they were showing the replay up on the board. And the first couple of replays they showed, you didn't have a great angle. You could see the catch, but when he kind of rolls over, there was a couple of replays that looked like the ball might have gotten loose, which it didn't. It was definitely a catch. So I walked over to the official, and I said, this is going to sound crazy, but can I – challenge my own team getting an interception and uh and uh he started laughing he said he said he knew what I was talking about he knew we wanted the ball on the whatever would have been 26 or 7 yard line instead of the two and um he started laughing he said no that the they they had confirmed it up top that it was an interception so uh but yeah it was kind of it was kind of felt weird to even (laughs) ask that question you said dadgummit Good catch, DJ. So, yeah. I did. All right, let's time for our Academy Sports and Outdoors question of the night tonight. Let's take a look. Hey, Coach. What advice or suggestions have your wife or daughters given you over the last couple years? (laughs) Ooh, how long do we have? Yeah. Um, Yeah, how long did my my daughters just give me suggestions on what to wear? I don't think they care about anything else. no, my wife's pretty good. I think my wife's got uh, just she she definitely stays out of the football side of it, but she's got a good idea and feel for people. So whether it's you know recruit coming in or just kind of watching our guys, she always can kind of has a good sense of uh, kind of where people are at. So she's she's a good sounding board for me. And uh, but now she stays away from the football stuff. She told me years ago that in my sleep it was a pretty funny story. She said I was asleep and. I started, she said, I started like coaching her in my sleep. And I said, you know, this is like the deal where your wife tells you you snore. And everyone says, no, I don't. Um, I said, no way I was not. And at the time, this was at Texas Tech, uh, or it might have been at East Carolina. Um, we had a play called 618. And she looked at me and she goes, oh, well, does X run a slant on 618? I said, ooh, I guess I was coaching. (laughs) (laughs) So I think after that, she uh, left the football up to me. That's funny. (laughs) Never, never once, she's such a sweetheart. Never once have you come home and she's, you know, been just, so, Link, why did you run it on third down or anything like that? She told me I should have punted it against Tulane. There you go. (laughs) That's great. Um, What about West Virginia, Coach? What do you see from the Mountaineers? They're good. They're good. They're playing well. They beat a really, really good Virginia Tech team uh, who had just dismantled North Carolina earlier in the year um, and beat them and really were up pretty heavy. Tech made a little run there at the end to, to make it close, but they're they're good on both sides. Quarterback's playing well for him. He's played a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of ball. Um, you know, Neil and the guys have got him playing well. They're they're good on the O line. They've got a tremendous running back. It's one of the best running backs in the conference. Um, yeah, and then defensively, I mean, you see, you know, rankings and all that stuff. I mean, they're one of the top defenses in the country. They were last year. They are again. They're they're very very talented on the defensive front. Um, I think it'll be the best defensive front that we've played. They're different than Nebraska. You know, Nebraska was big. 
you know, very strong, very physical. This group's, uh, you know, a little bit more in the mold of kind of our groups, um, not in, in still physical and certainly all that, but they're, they're you know, very athletic and, and a, they're a great group. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a good challenge, man. It's uh, I think they'll be one of the top teams in the conference this year. I really do. Coach, do you get excited about this front is really good to really actually get a good gauge where this offensive, where your offensive unit's at? Yeah, I think we've always realized the challenge to play against good defensive teams. I mean, I think you enjoy the challenge and, and how well you have to play offensively to to be able to, to move the ball and score points against good groups. And so uh, just always been something, yeah, as a coach and, and as a group that we've always looked forward to. This will, this will certainly be a, a really strong challenge. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. All right, we, uh, we always take questions from the fans out there, and this is a good one that's rolled in tonight. In fact, it's our Rudy's Anywhere, Sooners Everywhere question of the night's from Robert Brock. He's going to win a $50 gift card. Robert said, if I win the gift card, give it to a teacher or a service member. Nice. So that's very generous nice. of you, Robert. Here's the question. In the NFL, the coaches can talk directly to the quarterbacks and linebackers through their helmets. It's limited. Is this something you would be in favor of in the NCAA, and are they looking into it? Oh, I would a million percent be in favor of that. That would be awesome. Um, I don't know if our quarterbacks would like it, but I certainly would. Um, Why? Well, oh, no, they would. They would. But then if I needed oh. to – if I got the play call in in time and needed to chew on them a little bit, I could get it done, <laughs> you know. Um, but, no, they they have talked about it. Um, and I actually think it will happen at some point. The I think the big thing is getting, you know, capabilities in at all the stadiums. Um you know, deciding if it would just be a power five deal. Um, so that was some of the initial discussions. And really before COVID hit, it was, I'm not saying it was like inevitable, like it was going to happen in the next year, but there were starting to be more and more discussions about it. And I do think at some point we'll get there and, and uh, I'll, I'll be totally in favor. From a player's side, I know for me, I had the helmet communicator for many years. And I would say the most frustrating thing is, you don't get to talk back to the coach. <laughs> one-way one way communication. It's, it's one-way so communication. A microphone in there too, huh? And so yeah. I'm like, telling, come on, get the call in, get yeah. the call in. Yeah. And then yeah. the coach is like, hey, watch out for this. Screen, third down, watch out for the screen. So yeah. Yeah. I think it helps uh, just with communication and you don't have to – there's no mishaps. Absolutely. Is the stealing of signals like a part of footballer though? I mean, is that part of the oh, whole yeah. fun of it or um, – it's, I mean, it is what it is. It happens. I mean, some people do it more than others. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that people that try to steal signals, the things you, you get into with that are 
sometimes you get focused on what they're doing and, and, and can kind of lose sight of just, you know, your side of the ball doing your part. Um, it, it definitely still happens. Would it be a, maybe a better thing in the game? If you took some of that out, it probably would. But, um, yeah, it's, it's part of the game right now. That's a good question tonight. We got a $50 gift card coming your way, or we'll give it to a teacher or service member in your honor. Here's another good one from uh, Toby Whitney, who works at the Pentagon, uh, says, with the massive social media presence of student-athletes and the craziness of some people that post, what do you and your staff do to help them stay focused and to silence the constant criticism or hype that they receive? Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, this is OU. It's going to be one extreme or another. There's, there's no middle ground. And uh, I think we talked to our guys about that early, um, about the – you know the opinions that matter, the people in this room that that uh, that understand what we're doing, uh, that understand our processes. Um, and I think I I learned a long time ago. Donnie Duncan gave me a phrase that I still use with the team often, and his phrase was, "You're the you're the master, or the you're the prisoner of what you do say, and you're the master of what you don't say." And hmm. uh, I thought I, I've 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 kept that with me for years and years. I still talk to the team, uh, team, all the team, uh, all of our guys, all the guys we've had will we'll remember that quote because I've used it that often. But I think it's important for guys to just be really smart before they say something, be really smart before they do something. And then I think you got to be really careful this day and age about where you get your your gratification from. You know, where where are you spending your time? Um, you know, how much. How much emphasis do you put on social media or what other people are saying about you? Um, because there, there's no human, I, I believe, I don't think, I, I can't. Uh, there's no human that turns that off. I mean, they, they, that, can, that can just flip that switch and turn that off or not pay attention or not be affected by it. Um, I, I just, you are, you know, you're a product of what you spend your time doing. And, uh, you know, like for me, like, I, I turn it off during the season completely. I'll post something every now and then for, um, you know, for a game coming up or something for recruiting or this or that. But, you know, I I learned very quickly in my career I'm not good enough to read all that stuff and, and be able to block that out and just focus on my part. So try to eliminate it as much as I can. And, and I think our – our young guys are our, our guys are learning about that as they go, and I, naturally we have guys at different different levels of that. Um, but yeah, we we spend a lot of time because it's everybody's got a phone, and most people are glued to it, you know, 24 hours a day, just about. Coach, it, you know, for me, my wife helped keep me humble because she used to always say, "Baby, you're really not that good." <laughs> but uh, I know uh, earlier in the year. Uh, <laughs> You had a great rotation of getting, especially on the defensive side, there were so many guys that you were playing. I think at one time there was 31 different guys. Right. Now that we're getting into the Big 12 play, do you still continue to see that happening? I know injuries are a part of it where guys are going to get in, but is there uh, 11 guys that are going to get majority of the reps? Uh, I, I think we'll still have rotations. You know, we may not – you know, we not we may not play thirty something guys, but I think we'll always you know be you know low to mid twenties you know minimum. Uh, that's was something that we all wanted and all felt like was necessary. And I think it's been a big key, especially for our front, uh, been a big key of being able to keep those guys healthy, where we can get their very best every single rep, get them a chance to rest, and then still put productive people in there while that rest is happening. So. 
Um, we do want to rotate. Now, again, we're not going to put guys in there that we don't trust or guys in there that are not productive. Um, so, you know, they've got to earn that right. And the more players we have do that, the more flexibility it gives us as a staff. Good news at your presser today that Billy Bowman uh, has a good chance of being back this week. Anything on Danny Stutzman? Uh, close, close. If he's not ready this week, he should be ready shortly after, um, pro progressing very well. All right, we'll take a timeout. we got one more segment with Lincoln Riley, the Butkus Brain Teaser coming up next. We're at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Stay with us. Sooner fans, be sure to check out Soonersports.com for your chance to win Red River Showdown football tickets from Love's Travel Stops, Riverwind Casino, and Homeland. Sooner Sports TV is brought to you by Riverwind Casino, still the one. Academy Sports and Outdoors. Get your officially licensed Sooners gear at Academy Sports and Outdoors, preferred sporting goods retailer of Oklahoma Athletics. We want to thank all of our Sooner Radio Network affiliates across the state and region. Fans can check out Soonersports.com for an affiliate in your area. And if you're traveling outside of the state of Oklahoma, you can listen to all the action on either Sirius XM Radio or download the Varsity Network app and listen free. All right, welcome back. Lively crowd at Rudy's tonight, as always, on Tuesdays. Coming out and join us. We had a lot of, we're having a lot of fun. No Teddy Lehman tonight. Curtis Lofton is with us. One more segment with Lincoln Riley, and uh, Teddy's not feeling great tonight, Coach, but he did feel good enough to send in a Butkus brain teaser for you. So if you're ready, here is tonight's brain teaser brought to you by the Oklahoma Education Association, fighting unapologetically for every student across the state, no matter the zip code. Uh, here are the details, Coach. I can't, I, you want me to do it in my Teddy Lehman impersonation? Here's oh. the details. <laughs> no. <laughs> 2019 OUS Virginia, first and 10, oh, 4.04 to go first quarter. 2019 OUS Virginia, that's in Norman. 4.04 to go first quarter. First and 10 on the negative 26, right hash. This is the first play of this possession. OU leads the game 7-0. I'll repeat that. Last time you played West Virginia, 2019. 4.04 to go first quarter. This is the first play of the possession. Pretty sure it's a little play action shot that we threw a CD across the field. I think that's it. <laughs> it's not messing around tonight. Play action shot to CD across the field. I, I don't know. He didn't send me the answer. So let's see. Let's take a look at the video. Play action to CD. First and 10. Play action. That's a shot to CD across the middle. And uh, Teddy's uh, at the end of his text. That's correct, by the way. Lincoln Riley is 4-0 in the Butkus brain teaser. The bottom of the text he sent me with all the details, Coach, he said, this one is tough. So I'll let him know you got it in about 12 seconds tonight. <laughs> Congratulations. That's impressive. Uh, it is weird. You haven't seen these guys in a couple of years. Does that add? I guess you had to get ready for them, though, twice last year. So it's not like you have two years' worth of research to do on them or anything yeah yeah we both have we're both both of us are probably tired of watching each other honestly um yeah because we, we literally two different times last year and then this will be the kind of third week of preparation maybe maybe we'll get to actually play this one so uh 
Yeah, it's kind of strange, um, you know, not having some recent games to look at and being so long, uh, have, you know, having been obviously a conference opponent. So that's yeah, good to finally get on the field with them. Coach, I just want to touch on something you said earlier real quick. You said the guys have to earn the right to play. And so it leads to my question, is there anyone that wasn't on your radar before the year that's who's been busting his tail in practice, been showing up, doing all the right things, that's now you're saying, oh, we got to find a way to get this kid on the field? You know, we have we have a few. Uh, one guy that has been on the field that, that I think started – I'll say under the radar, but I mean, he came into an experienced position group is uh, is Isaiah Coe, uh, mm-hmm. and he's done a great job. He obviously had the big blocked extra point the other day, but other than that one play, he's had a lot of really outstanding plays defensively for us. So I've been really impressed with him, just how quickly he's been able to to, to pick things up and, and really kind of jump into rotation. Already had some depth and talent. And uh, he's been one of those guys that yeah, he kind of keeps making plays and we want to keep playing him more. So we've been uh, impressed with the way that he's, he started off this season. He's a hard worker, consistent kid. Um, and he just he's, he's been really improving quickly. There's the blocked extra point that led to two points the other way by Isaiah Coe. The forgotten position on your offense is always the H-backs. Uh, coach, you've got three guys that are all a little bit unique in what they offer to you there. Uh, Austin hasn't seen the ball a ton early on. Jeremiah had the touchdown on Saturday. Braden's played, played a little bit for you as well. What do you what do you see that you're getting from H back right now? Yeah, they're, they're doing a good job. I mean, I think we're we're settling in right now to having all three. It's kind of, I think just maybe one or two games last year did that happen um, and even at that point they weren't all really healthy so uh, they, they've all played a lot they've all done some really good things in the blocking game they've all had a few opportunities um, and made the majority of them offensively but we'll continue to use those guys going forward they're all good players they're all going to have big games and big opportunities as we go forward and it's really been a, a luxury to have all three healthy at one time right now. Big 12 opener coming up Saturday night, 6.30 in the Palace. It'll be OU in West Virginia. Coach, as always, thank you for your time tonight. Good luck against the Mountaineers. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Lincoln Riley, everybody. And we'll take a timeout. We're not done yet on Sooner Sports Talk. More with Curtis Lofton when we come back. Sooner Sports TV is brought to you by... The Sooner Sports Podcast is your all-access radio pass to Sooner Sports. Listen as Toby Rowland and Chris Plank talk all things Sooners. New episodes drop every day. Log on to Soonersports.com slash podcast or search Sooner Sports Podcast in your favorite podcast provider. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate and Riverwind Casino. Log on to Soonersports.com slash kids for information about joining the Sooner Junior Kids Club presented by OG&E. Brought to you in part by Orthodontics Exclusively. Big 12 Report presented by Kincaid Coach Lines, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Go to KincaidCoach.com for more information. It was a good week for the Big 12 undefeated. Sooners won, of course. West Virginia got a top 15 win in Morgantown over Virginia Tech. Baylor and Kansas played the first Big 12 game of the season. No problem. Bears went into Lawrence and won it 45-7. Casey Thompson started at quarterback for Texas. They shut out Rice. K-State without Skyler Thompson. 
21 better than Nevada. Texas Tech raced by Florida International. A couple other Big 12 scores from the weekend. UNLV, no test for Iowa State, even in Vegas. And the Cowboys got a one-point win in Boise. No points scored in the second half. Late blocked field goal, the key for OSU. All right, I wanted to ask you about a couple of things that, that we brought up with Lincoln tonight. One of them being the helmet communicator, which I thought was a great question that one of our listeners sent in tonight. Lincoln said he would definitely be in favor. of. I could see how, as the guy sending in the play, it would be so much easier if you could just speak it and not have to try to hide it from the opposite sidelines. Because I know both sidelines in every game, they are actively trying to figure out what those signals are, right? Oh, most definitely. Definitely from a defensive side. We're staring over there to see, okay, are they putting a hand over it and then see what play they run. So when they do it again, we're like, hey, okay, I know what play is coming. And so I, I, I felt what Lincoln was saying, but from the from the other side of it, I'm all for stealing signals. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes my job so much easier. Was it is that a hard thing to do, an easy thing to do? Were you good at it? Uh it was easy because I'm, you know, I'm staring over there because usually I already know what we're, what the defensive coach is on the call. So I'm like, okay, what's – okay, hey, they did like um, – when we were playing the Jets, I mean the uh-huh. Giants. Eli Manning, he was uh, – uh, he loved the boss. And so anytime we heard like they would do – You mean like, Springsteen? Yeah, okay. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. So he would call him the boss. And so they would do like a little guitar, and that meant, hey, we're, they're running the ball. And so every time we looked over there and they were doing this, we'd start laughing like, hey, <laughs> I like the balls too. Let's get it going. <laughs> but, uh, you know. You got I w- guys in different colored <laughs> shirts. They're holding up poster boards with Lee Corso's head on it and everything. How do you figure out, you know, what oh, they're doing? Oh, I don't. Now, that, that's in college. In the NFL, we keep it simple. Right. We, Easier we, to steal signals in oh, the NFL. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Interesting. I, I was going to say a thing about the communicator, which is uh, – on the defensive side, we only get 15 seconds. And so most time the coaches wait until the offense breaks the, the, uh, the huddle to try to hurt and give a call, which is I always say, you know, the worst call early is better than the best call late. And so I, 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 they bring it to college. These college kids are going to struggle a little bit because it's a lot of, you know, mm-hmm. you get the call, you have to – everybody used to get, have to get in and – I know for me, I used to get so frustrated with my, with my defensive line because, you know, the, the first thing they would always say is when coach is like, what did you do? Why can't you do Curtis didn't get the call to me. And I'm like, man, I said the call eight times. <laughs> and so, but I do love that, you know, because we used to signal everything in. Like when BV, we used to have like a white wristband and a yeah. black wristband. And so we had to see which arm was he touching and then he would give and then have to go and read. And it just takes so much time, whereas you can get it directly in your helmet and then uh, give it to the guys. Yeah. Did you ever hear it and just ignore it? Yes. And tell the coach. <laughs> you know, I didn't like, hear I it. Didn't I didn't get it. it. I didn't get it. You know, there's, I'm going to run what I want to run. <laughs> there's, uh, I remember uh, we're playing. Um, I can't remember what team we're playing. And uh, the entire first half. I changed, Rob Ryan was our defense coordinator, and he used to always say, Curtis, you got the eraser, so if I call something that you don't like, you switch it out. And for the first half, I switched out every single play. <laughs> and um, But, you know, we were successful. We had an interception. We were getting sacks. And um, so I come off the sideline, and Coach Payton's one of those coaches that, 
you know, you see he's looking at me with his face, and I'm like, all right, here we go. And he's like, Curtis, come over here. I'm like, what's up, coach? And he says, uh, you ever been, you been to Popeye's? I said, yeah, coach, I love Popeye's. And he's like, you know, when you go through a drive-thru, you stop at the, and you order your food. He's like, with you, I don't even stop there. I just go to the window and whatever they give me, that's what I get, huh? <laughs> and I said, uh, I said, coach, as long as you like it, that's all that matters, huh? <laughs> and he just stares at me and so that's. <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's great. We need one more commercial break. Still a little bit more here with Curtis Lofton when we come back. Sooner Sports Talk, we're at Rudy's. Sooner Sports TV is brought to you by Bud Light. It's for the fans. Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, bringing you the best in real Texas barbecue. Homeland, your homegrown advantage. Proud sponsor of Sooner Athletics. OU's football games are available on Exodus 96.5 FM in Oklahoma City and 101.5 FM El Patron in Tulsa, as well as on those stations' websites. Each OU Spanish broadcast will feature a 30-minute pregame show and a 15-minute postgame show. Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app and order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Whether you're home gating or tailgating for the OU game, make a winning play with Tostitos chips. Tostitos packs the crunch for a touchdown in taste. And Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively are proud to present the junior captain of the game. For info on how your child can become uh, on the field with the OU team captains, go to orthoexc.com. Last segment, been a fun couple of hours. Curtis, what are the keys for OU Saturday if they're going to beat West Virginia? Let's start with the defense. For me, it boils down to first stop in the run game. Let's make them one-dimensional. This running back, he's a senior. He's been he destroyed uh, who they played last Virginia year. Tech. Virginia Tech. Last week, Virginia Tech. So we got to stop the run. Impact the quarterback, and I think it goes. My next two points go hand in hand. Impact the quarterback, and also, and also get off the field on third down. That's from the defensive side. If we do those, we'll be sitting really pretty. Um, and then on the offensive side, we have got to run the ball. And just like all the offenses, we've been known for being explosive. But I really think the explosive plays come from when we run the ball. It opens up the uh, deep. And then for they only got two points. Run the ball, get explosive runs, and then protect the quarterback and be smart with the ball, no turnovers. See if that play action can get going off that running yes. game. And remember, we, uh, we got a 50-plus yard touchdown we got to have to fill the over-under. So That's what I'm going for. Hopefully one of those will come. Letty Brown, that uh, outstanding running back for West Virginia, got to bottle him up or it's going to be a long day. Great job today, my man. Thanks Curtis Lofton, everybody. Thank you for joining us tonight. Game kicks off at 6.30 on Saturday night on Owen Field. Big 12 opener between the Sooners and the Mountaineers. We'll have the Sooner Radio pregame coverage for you starting at 4.30 from right there at the party at the Palace, the Fan Fest. Teddy Lehman, Gabe Eichert, and Chris Plank will join me for that. Bring your headphones to the game. Enjoy OUS Virginia, and we'll see you next week on Sooner Sports Talk. Boomer Sooner, everybody. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind Casino, still the one, and by Allstate. 
proud partner of Oklahoma Athletics. Make sure to get all the latest episodes online right now at Soonersports.tv slash podcast. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at OU on the air. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation on the Sooner Sports Network. Save on Cox Internet when you add Cox Mobile and get fiber-powered internet at home and unbeatable 5G reliability on the go. So whether you're playing a game at home, yes, cool, or attending one live, no! you can do more without spending more. Learn how to save at cox.com slash internet. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial cable. Cox Mobile runs on the network with unbeatable 5G reliability as measured by Ookla LLC in the U.S. to H2023. Results may vary, not an endorsement of the restrictions apply.